There is nothing worse than going to a doctor's appointment, expecting to be the center of attention, and then your doctor seems like they have better things to do and better places to be. You know, instead of listening to you intently, asking you how you feel and help you along, the doctor is just checking their watch, ready to get out of there. Well, on ZocDoc, you'll find quality doctors who focus on you and listen to you to prioritize your care. ZocDoc is the only free app that lets you find and book doctors who are patient-reviewed, take your insurance, are available when you need them, and treat almost every condition under the sun. So no more playing Dr. Roulette or scouring the internet for questionable reviews. With ZocDoc, you have a trusted guide to connect you to your favorite doctor that you haven't even met yet. Millions of people use ZocDoc's free app to find and book a doctor in their neighborhood who is patient-reviewed and fits their needs and schedule just right. So go to ZocDoc.com Tim and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top-rated doctor today. Many are available within 24 hours. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com slash Tim. ZocDoc.com slash Tim. I'm in love with you, baby, and I want you to know. Hooked on your body, trying to be yours. That song, you know why I sing this song? Because you were thinking about Erica David. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. Okay, real quick. I'm Tim Chatharazu. I'm Ricky Shucks. I'm Nikki Blaze. Welcome back to the No Chaser podcast. So, Rick. Rick brought up uh, our old singer friend, Erica Davis. She's not old, but our old friend, Erica Davis. <laughs> um, she's still our current friend. So it's not like it used to be for you. Yeah, she's a little old. You just know her for a long time. <laughs> we all getting a little old. Right? <laughs> so that song, specifically, it was one of our first shows that, that I ever did, right? With um, When all the Asian YouTuber, musician people were getting booked for like these shows, um, this is one of my first ones in San Diego. This is my first time meeting Erica David, meeting the whole lot of them, all right? So before the show, met up with Erica, and she was like, do you want to do a little collab on stage? And she's like, you know, I'm I'm, I'm doing, what's that song called? Beat It Up Like Gorillas. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's, I forgot what it's called. Yeah. Rocking uh, That Thing. Rocking That Thing. Yeah. Like, okay, so Erica was like, oh. you want to come out and do a little... <laughs> little rap and i'm like yeah sure right and so i don't remember the details but basically i missed my cue <laughs> and like so That's and fun. so there was like some uh, a good awkward where she's like looking at me and i'm looking at her <laughs> she's like and i'm like oh okay yeah <laughs> waiting for her to bring it back we played it off uh, all right not really so funny uh yeah so shout out to erica david and congrats on her engagement and all that um <laughs> I, I i i i sing that song because it's performed by the dream oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> you like that Let's see what you're doing you there. like that and um and uh, you know I'm I'm, I'm hype because we got a dream expert on the show today, and y'all know, man. Look, I love talking about this shit, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, this this might just be me and the guests. <laughs> yeah, because I only have sex dreams or <laughs> no, dreams where I'm just going through my day to day. There's no interesting things. Nah, let's talk about it, man. Because I want to like talk about all the weird shit too. Um, I'm I'm hype. So how come when I have sex with girl in my dream, I don't never see her nipple? <laughs> what? <laughs> what does it mean? It's a, it's a real thing for me. For real? Yeah. What yeah. are they just? It's just like I'm looking here or there that like I never like, see. Like the men in Mulan. Sure. <laughs> oh, they don't have. None of the men in Mulan, even though they're all shirtless, mm-hmm. have nipples. The one that just came out. The no, 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 no. <laughs> That's interesting. <laughs> the animated. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, let's get into it. Uh, all right, y'all. Make some noise for uh, today's guest. I'm super excited. She's a dream expert. And I Googled dream expert. And she's the first person that popped up. Ooh. And I had seen her That's doing other podcasts. Uh, make some noise for Kelly Sullivan Walden. Yeah. 
whoa, whoa. whoa. This is like another <laughs> universe in here. I'm dreaming for real. <laughs> Hi there. Hi there. Hi there. <laughs> first of all, um, thank you for coming. You're so, this is my first in-person interview in a year. Yeah. I'm having a moment here. Isn't it? Do you, Pin, I'm going to pinch you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pinched. Awake. Thank you. <laughs> Thank awake. You. Or are you? Wait a minute. Oh. Oh. It's a it's a lucid moment. Okay, I'm for... I'm so excited because um I love talking about this shit. All right, this is like my shit. All right, I love it. Awesome. Okay, let's go um, there. And I have so many questions. Okay. First of all, let me ask about you. How does one become a dream expert? What is the criteria? Oh man, I, it was not something I ever set out to do. I just I'm somebody who's always been really interested in dreams since I was a little kid. Mm -hmm. I have four sisters. My sister closest to me in age. When we were growing up, we always used to talk about dreams and we would discover and realize that we had been in each other's dreams and had tandem dreaming experiences. So that just made it more juicy for yeah. me. And um, I became a certified clinical hypnotherapist about 20 years ago. And as a hypnotherapist, I'm it's like a f the focus of the subconscious mind, which according to the American Hypnosis Association is 88% of our mind's power, our subconscious wow. dreaming mind. Word. So I just kind of got into dreams professionally at that point, started writing books about them, and then now everything is all dreams all the time. So you could hypnotize us if you wanted to. If you wanted to be, sure. Ooh. Yeah, any, I mean, we're all hypnotized. Actually, we're all in a relative state of hypnosis all the time. Anyway, so it's really about just going a little bit deeper okay. intentionally. Damn, okay, I might have you do that on the next one. Okay. <laughs> that would be really fun. Oh my God, Yeah, how I did it to L Logan Paul. He had me put them all un in a state and it was pretty cool. I thought, oh, this isn't gonna be good for ratings because it's so mellow, but right. I think it was really good because some cool stuff came through. But are we talking <laughs> about like, you can like, hey, if I snap my fingers, you bark like a dog situation? <laughs> that's not my brand. Yeah, there's that's like stage hypnosis. Uh -huh. That's not my, I mean, I do it for empowerment. Okay. Oh, kind of like put your 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 mind state in a different. Oh, exactly. Man, I, I actually. Like <laughs> exactly. You got the eye of the tiger. You're gonna right. write exactly. Or um, stir my tea and then we oh my put God. you into a. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Like what was I getting? Get out. Get yeah. Out. Oh no, no, no. Like, no. Take it. There's no, no. tea cup falling and down. Yeah. That yeah. Not the, that. No. Okay. Well, so I um I loved like dreams and talking about dreams and I also like I have a lot of questions for you um. What one? Let me just start with some basic stuff, all right? Awesome, awesome. First of all, on the episode of Batman the Cartoon a long time ago, yeah, there was a an episode where one of the characters said it's impossible to read words in your dreams, mm. and I remember hearing that as a little kid and thinking, "This is a fact. I'm gonna say this forever, <laughs> and this is crazy." And then, like, and then and then I was like. I, I, I think I just read a word in my dream one day. And I was like, wait a second. Batman lied. Batman lied to me. <laughs> How dare you? So he? now I want to ask you if I actually read a word or am I just thinking I read a word? No, I think you can read words. <laughs> okay. But there is something about like things move around a lot. Like if you look at a clock in a dream, the numbers will tend to morph and change. So anything... It, there, there, there tends to be movement around those things. Okay. However, there are people that get like a like a text or a billboard or something that's like legitimately spelled out, and sometimes really strange words that are spelled out, and you look them up, and you only to realize that really means something significant. Mm -hmm. So when you do get a word, it's special. Consider that it's kind of like the dreaming mind is working overtime to get that word to you because it's not easy. Word. 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 Yeah, right. <laughs> okay, do you, do you feel like everything in a dream means something or sometimes sometimes random stuff is just random stuff? Y yes. It's it's yes to both, but I I mean, I'm constantly like second guessing myself even though this is what I do. It's like, okay, this was a stupid dream. This was just a throwaway dream. Let me run it through my formula just to check and lo and behold, every dream is there is significance to them all, even the ones that seem throwaway, that seem ridiculous. I mean, some dreams clearly are like louder. They come with exclamation marks. Like mm -hmm. they're really on a mission. But if we look at any remembered symbol, any little piece, we can have transformation around that piece always. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Let me just jump right in here. Jump right in. Give it to <laughs> so me. Here, here's Give it to me, baby. I like to tell people about this all the time because it tripped me out. Um, I swear there was like a week 
okay. where <clears throat> so the first night let's say it's like monday night yeah i had a dream that i was at this hotel mm-hmm. and um i met like this older couple on an elevator mm. and i was like hey you know hey uh, i'm having a party in my room you should come by whatever whatever and i feel like i woke up from that dream i went about my regular life and then like tuesday night i went to sleep and i was back at the hotel wow and i ran into this couple and they were like oh how was your party uh how was everything and i feel like it picked up from before and i, I don't remember now when i think back on it i'm like did I just have a bunch of dreams in one night and I feel like it was multiple nights? But I, or, but I do know that it was different dreams and they picked up where they left off. There was a continuum. The, yeah. So there's, there's a whole belief system that our dreams are, they're not just a dream. They're a parallel reality. Right. And that's <laughs> right. And there's so many different parallel realities that they seem like they're just jumbled and they don't make any sense. But sometimes we go to one particular parallel reality and then we go back to it and then back to it. And so there's a continuum. Mm -hmm. In fact, there's some people like Carl Jung, the late great father of psychotherapy that had a whole life in a parallel land, like a different wife, a neighborhood, a grocery store, like a whole world. Like, so it's possible. I mean, it's absolutely legit that you were in this place and it continued. Right. So when it happens like that, though, whenever there's any recurring theme, I always think that equals significance. So you got to ask, like, why that couple? Mm. What? Why that party? What was like, like, get as clear as you can about those specific details because there's juice. There's gold in that. I got to go back. But <laughs> but you're kind of back, even just by sharing the dream with us. It's yeah. like we call that reality back to us and then you can even amplify it. You know, so we could, I mean, if you wanted to play with decoding that dream, we could, I could teach you my little dream decoding formula. Let, oh, sure. Yeah. Let, let, I mean, let's, yeah, yeah t- t- show me how to decode. Wait, 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 wait. Yeah. before we do that, I just got a question. I have input now. Yes. Okay. So if this is a parallel universe, does yes. that mean all the Tims of all the parallel universes yes. are connected to this Tim? Yes. So, you mean every Tim that's ever existed? So when he's not there who's running that Tim <laughs> or when he's there, is he this Tim right. or is he going into that? So when, when I'm away, I mean, are you oh, talking about all oh. these different variations of this Tim or every yeah. Tim that's ever existed? Okay. So okay, in okay, the okay, world. let's go with this. All Tim of right these here, Tims. This Tim right here. When he goes to, when he has that dream, let's say it is a parallel universe. Yeah. Is he going into Tim of that universe or is he being Tim of this universe in that universe? And there's also a Tim in that universe. <laughs> Whoa, dude, this is awesome. Rick no and drugs, Morty. no chaser, no chaser <laughs> required. <laughs> What's up, y'all? You know, so as the world becomes increasingly uncomfortable, we're all looking for as much comfort as we can get, you know? Uh, I know personally, I haven't had a haircut in a couple weeks, so I'm feeling very uncomfortable. Um, I'm a little constipated, so my balls are uncomfortable. Wait, what? Bowels, not balls. My bowels are uncomfortable. So, you know, it's just a lot of, a lot of uncomfortable situations, you know? But check this out. Check this out. The one thing I can always count on is how comfortable my purple mattress is, okay? That's because purple is comfort reinvented. Only purple has the grid, which is a stretchy gel material that's amazingly supportive for your back and legs while cushioning your shoulders, neck, and hips. I don't know how it does it. It's just fantastic, okay? And that's how it's designed. The grid doesn't trap air. It actually circulates and flows through it. So you'll never overheat. The grid bounces back as you move and shift. Unlike memory foam, which remembers everything like that annoying ass girl. That's why memory foam has craters and divots like my face in high school. And kind of now. I love my purple product, you know what I'm saying? Nice comfort for me. I feel like my 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 uh posture is really bad, so I slouch all the time. So I need some I need some comfort and support in my mattress, you know? And just for you guys, I got a special treat, all right? Purple really is comfort for an uncomfortable world, okay? So right now I got you guys. You'll get 10% off any order of two hundred dollars or more if you go to purple.com slash no chaser ten and use promo code no chaser ten, okay? That's purple.com slash no chaser ten. With promo code NOCHASER10 for 10% off any order of $200 or more. And just to say it one more time, purple.com slash NOCHASER10, promo code NOCHASER10, terms apply.
It's lit. All right, now check it out, man. Check it out, check it out. Me and wifey love HelloFresh, you know what I'm saying? Especially with this baby crying and shitting all the time. Sometimes it's difficult to figure out what to have for dinner, okay? But I love HelloFresh. Um, the recipes have actually been super pop in the past few weeks, like really good, okay? I'm actually about to make something for dinner in a little bit, all right? But here's what's also lit about HelloFresh. If you didn't know, HelloFresh cuts out stressful meal planning and grocery store trips so you can enjoy cooking and get dinner on the table in about 30 minutes or less. That's lit. You can try meals ready in 20 minutes or less, lightning prep recipes and quick breakfasts and lunches, perfect for your busy schedule, okay? HelloFresh's fresh ingredients are sourced directly from growers and delivered from the farm to your front door in under a week, contact-free, of course. Like I said, I love it. Um, the ingredients are fresh. Um, the meat is popping. The, the recipes are really good. Um, me and wifey probably do the HelloFresh thing like two or three times a week. I'm not gonna lie. Um, it's like we either Postmates some food or we HelloFresh some dinner. You know, I might try and finesse something on occasion, but if I want it to be tasty, I HelloFresh that shit, okay? Just for you guys, we got a special treat. Go to HelloFresh.com slash NoChaser12 and use promo code NoChaser12 for 12 free meals, including free shipping. Now that's lit. Go to HelloFresh.com slash NoChaser12 and use code NoChaser12 for 12 free meals, including free shipping. All right? Check it out, man. America's number one meal kit. HelloFresh. So, so I think of dreams like a diamond and it's kind of like our psyche is a diamond and all of these facets there's so many facets of us and we're valuable like a diamond and then you can cue the rihanna song right <laughs> but but um they kind of overlap and they spill into each other so um there was a naturist um john muir he said that if you pick any leaf out of the forest it contains the entire forest so we could say any Tim from any parallel universe, any parallel reality contains all the Tims in there. Although there will be certain characteristics that are on the forefront that kind of characterize this. Sorry, I keep knocking this microphone. It's like, boom, boom, boom. Sorry, I'm not used to this, this big thing in my face. Whoa, it's a little phallic. Okay, moving on. That's my dream. Talk, talk to Rick about that. <laughs> Did I say that out loud? Yes, okay, sorry. love it. <laughs> That's okay. what we normally talk about. Yeah. <laughs> so right in. don't change just for me. <laughs> one, so oh, I, we'll we'll get into the sex dreams. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, one dream that I have. So the teeth falling out is one. Like, okay. and I know, and I grind my teeth, so I'm stressed. I know that that's associated with yes. like stress, but. I can't fight in my dreams. Mm. I go to throw and I could physically feel weak when wow. I like I can feel it in my body and especially when I wake up and it's mainly like going to throw a punch and it's like my whole arm goes limp, like just soft and I can feel that I have no power. That is one that I try, like I'm in my dream and I know I'm like, why can't you hit this person? Like, why aren't you strong enough to fight this person that's one dream okay that i can't seem to like mm. take control of like i know that that's happening and i'm like why can't i be strong in this moment it happens like once a month wow yeah. okay so let's talk about that one um on some level and i can relate to it i've had these dreams myself so really any dream is it's it operates in a continuum. So the fact that you remember it, it means that on some level, we're picking up where it left off. If you don't like the way a dream goes, you don't like the way it ends, you are a co-director or, or the director of this dream movie and you can pick it up and you can change it. So no, no, no. But even, so just imagine even now, like even now, if you could do anything you wanted in that dream, just like it with your own, I call it your imagination, not just your imagination, but add a little magic to it. If you were back in the dream and all of a sudden you did have power, what would you do? <gasps> Become like the Hulk or like compensate or. Yeah. So just imagining it just in this very moment where you just imagined that on some level, you've connected the synapses in your brain. So if you do this a few times, like a day, let's say you're going to change the way that dream goes. And you can also say that a dream, like before you even want to change the dream, first, you want to ask what, why is this dream 
revealing itself to me. Our dreams are never on accident. Mm. They aren't just an oops. It's like they're here to reveal something so that we can work on it in our waking life. So a dream about powerlessness might be shown, if it were my dream, it would, I would think, okay, where do I feel that way in my waking life? Are there some people not present included in <laughs> present company included, but anybody out there that, that has me feel a little unplugged, a little bit like I'm not special or I'm not okay. Mm. So maybe I'm meant to watch who I'm around and like, so that I make sure that to, to cultivate the relationships that do have me feel powerful and then go in and shift the dream and see if that changes things. If we change the dream, we tend to change our reality. If we change our reality, we also change our dream because they're, you know, they're in a loop. Okay. I just found out I'm accidentally a dream expert <laughs> because I gave somebody this exact advice. Oh I knew a girl, God. she, um, she had some trauma. <laughs> and it was a reoccurring dream all the time. And she said, even when she's awake, I just think about it all the time. So I'm like, well, when you're awake, you have the power. Change the outcome. Wow. And just keep keep thinking about that. Maybe that influenced your dream. And it worked. Oh my I'm a dream God. expert. Yes, you are. <laughs> I'm going to put a star on your forehead right <laughs> on top of your LA diamond. That's it. My protege, yeah. my poster child. Right. Absolutely. And there's even very fancy work that goes along with this. At Harvard, they call it imagery rehearsal therapy, IRT. And they do this with people that have had post-traumatic stress, a PTSD, come back from war, people that have been raped, people that have gone through horrific things. And they keep dreaming about them if you you practice you rehearse playing it out differently and then what they do what i do that's a little bit different and i think a little bit better than what they do at harvard is i say it's like if you're going to change something why change it in an ordinary way it's almost like if you're going to operate you might as well give the person like a superpower so if you're going to go in and change the dream change it up big time Mm -hmm. like if you're powerless in this dream give yourself extra power and extra awareness whenever somebody that's going to zap your energy comes up, you see them coming from around the block. So it's like, give yourself something extra, not just ordinary power, like, oh, I'm fine. <laughs> eh. at, ha- at Harvard, their goal is to get you to fine. I'm like, uh-huh. screw fine. Go like, <laughs> go beyond. Hulk, yeah. 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 <laughs> And In a beautiful feminine way. Because when you said that, I was thinking about the dream. And the main thing was I felt it every morning. I'm like, not again. Hmm. And, and it was like, God, because I'm telling myself because I practice. I've tried lucid dreaming because this one over here always talks about oh. it. So I've tried and I feel and my dad used to tell me about my dreams too, to, mm. to call for him. That was one. Whenever I was in trouble, mm-hmm. he said, call for him and he'll be there. Oh, and to crazy. this day, my dad will call me like in real life sometimes. Wow. So he'll be like, how are you doing? And it's weird. And I'm like, oh, I just dreamt about you, by the way. Oh, yeah. So you just brought up a great point. If you if you are having recurring dreams, even if they just come up once a month, you might want to like prepare yourself before you go to sleep. So have a plan. So know that you're going to pick somebody that you're going to call in or even a spirit animal, like, you know, a pack of wolves that are on your that have your back or like some some character, whatever it is, like an archangel angel or Jesus or whatever you feel is like gives you strength. Think about them before you go to sleep. Even put a picture of them on your nightstand oh, wow. and like call them in to, hmm. to help you out. Um, so another thing that makes me think about yeah. this parallel universe yes. is that I, I never have recurring dreams, but I do have places that only exist in my dreams that yeah. I go to. Like, Ooh, like what? Like there was like this restaurant I used to go to all the time with a clown on it. <laughs> not wow. a scary, not a scary clown, but it's a restaurant I would always just go to with people, with different people, you know. Wow. And so, when's the last time? I mean, is this still current? This Do you was, still go there? This is when I was way younger. I haven't been in that dream in a long time, uh, or that place in my dreams in a long time. Um, but like, but there are specific places. Oh, and specifically recently, there's um. It's either like a neighborhood or something, but there's very specific parts of this like house that I have to walk around. Mm. But like I've walked around there with different people in different dreams, you know? Right. What's that about? (laughs) (laughs) So anything that's recurring has, there's so much to them. One thing is that they could be, because you've had this experience so many times, you could tell yourself, oh my God, every time I walk around that building, I'm dreaming. This is a dream. That means I'm dreaming. That means I can become lucid in this dream. So whenever I see that clown at that restaurant, it's like, wait a minute, this is a dream. So the moment you become aware that you're dreaming, when you're dreaming, you're lucid. And then the moment you become lucid, that's when you can start 
to fly. You can start to bend reality. You can start to change things. So that's one of those blessings. Oh, yeah. Okay. So I've only lucid dreamed like like a handful of times, right? Okay. And and the first time it happened is exactly like what you said. Okay. Where I I realized I wasn't um I was dreaming, and then I was like, <gasps> yeah, I'm here. But there's been so many times where before that where I realized I was dreaming and I would just wake up, right? Right. So right. So now when I have that moment where I realize I'm dreaming, I'm trying so hard to be like, don't wake up, stay yeah. in it, stay in it. Right. What? And, and, and sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes it's a struggle, yeah. you know? Totally. Do you have any tips? I do. Yes. I do. Okay. So part of it is to normalize it. And one way to do that is by practicing in your waking life a few times a day ask yourself, am I dreaming? Am I dreaming right now? <laughs> cool. And so you just, I mean, like literally we could ask ourselves that together, even one and a two and a one, two, three. Am, am I, I dreaming? dreaming? <gasps> am I dreaming right now? Yes. <laughs> the answer is yes. We're always dreaming, but it's a particular kind of dreaming when we're awake. So if we, if we ask the question, then we start to look at things more symbolically. Like, why did that bird just fly over my head? Like, what's that telling me? Or why did that person just call me? Or what's, what's the sign on the billboard? You know, like paying attention. So if we start to do that regularly in our waking lives, we'll start to do that in our dreams. So we just, it's just asking the question. Also the hands, this is a Carlos Castaneda thing. There's something about looking at the palms of your hands. So, okay, kids, like we're in school, let's all look at our hands. So imagine you could take a snapshot in your mind of what your palms look like. Ding, you've just taken a snapshot. Okay, so in your dreams, if you're dreaming and you're like, am I dreaming? Am I awake? Then do the thing where you look at your palms and there's something, and I can't even tell you there's been books written about this. There's something about looking at the palms as a trigger for lucid dreaming. It tends to be one of the most go-to things. Okay. Yeah. And another thing, I mean, just anytime you notice um, a recurring theme, this is, this starts to become a way of you becoming masterful with, with dream language and, and the, and numbers, oh, numbers on clocks again. Like if you start to see things scrambled up, it's a sign that you're dreaming. Sweet. Okay. Very cool. And oh, last thing. Um, sometimes it's easier to practice lucid dreaming during naps in the middle of the day, because when you sleep at night, you really need your sleep. Mm. And so you're kind of in a fight with yourself because there's a part of you that just doesn't want a lucid dream because that means you're sacrificing the sleep that you really need to repair your cells and to mm. repair your mind and all that stuff. But naps in the afternoon, you can kind of do without those. And those, you never, you don't go quite as deep during naps. So that's kind of a good place to set an intention for lucid dreaming. Like I, I really want to have a lucid dream. I'm going to be awake in my dream. And I'd like to go here. If I do remember, I'm going to be, if I do have the awareness that I'm lucid dreaming, when I do have a plan, because often if we become aware that we're lucid dreaming, it's like, oh my God. And then, and then we're no longer lucid dreaming. So it's like, I'm going to fly or I'm going to call on my best friend who's on the other side mm -hmm. or have a plan. I, I always just, I'm trying to, uh, have just crazy sex dreams now when i there when you I go dream. that's it's, it it's so it's so dope too when i actually made it like happen whoa like all the way from start to finish well it was that's that's really yes masterful. oh that's a thing too okay let's talk about that yeah. right is because yeah. whenever i would have just sex dreams yeah i, I would never jizz okay <laughs> so one of the main goals yeah, that when, happens when yes when i when i first realized i was lucid dreaming right and i and this first sex dream lucid dream i was also just happened to be with my wife in this dream and i was like oh my god we can have sex right now in the dream right <laughs> and then so um and so once i realized i can make that happen like it was I mean, it was cool we were like floating underwater and I, yeah, it was so dope it was, oh, it was awesome wow. and then um <laughs> and then That's you know amazing. and then i uh you know busted uh, uh, and then, and then, and then I, and then I woke up and I had, uh, busted in real life as well. <laughs> and I was like, wow, this is amazing. Uh, especially when, you know, I had gone from never just finishing in my dreams at all to actually even like finishing in real life too. It was like, wow, this is so cool. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, that's that. That's so just really just cool. So he's yeah. <laughs> yeah, just bragging. Look what I can do. Because a lot of people will have sexual dreams, sensual dreams, but they don't quite go the whole nine yards, so to speak. They don't, they don't get there. It's just like, that's just kind of a phenomenon. People, it's like so exciting just to have, just to make any progress, to get to any base yeah. in a dream is like amazing. But to go 
to home run. Yeah. Wow. Oh. I mean, now, you're skilled. You need to teach classes. <laughs> I, I wish. That's why I want to master Extra it more, bits. so I can do more than just have. Because like now, my immediate thought is, dude, I gotta, I gotta try and do. I gotta hump something right now. <laughs> so it's like, but I got to the point. What the coolest one was, I was like changing girls mid like stroke. Whoa. It was amazing. And there's no guilt. There, and you exactly. can't. Your, your wife can't get mad at you because it was just. A I was dream. dreaming. Hey, what do you mean? Right. I wanted you to be there, but I'm not, I'm not in control <laughs> yeah. of those. You didn't you, come. You, you didn't come. Benadryl at 12 p.m. <laughs> okay, you wanted to do that. I don't trust you. All right, y'all. So I shop online all the time. I'm talking about all the time, late night, 2 a.m., 3 a.m. I'm just up buying all types of random nonsense, okay? We all do it, okay? And we've all seen that promo code field taunt us at the checkout. But thanks to Honey, manually searching for coupon codes is a thing of the past. Honey is the free shopping tool that scours the internet for promo codes and applies the best one it finds to your cart. Honey supports over 30,000 stores online that range from sites that have tech and gaming products to popular fashion brands and even food delivery. I mean, I mean, come on, come on. Here's how it works. Imagine you're shopping on one of your favorite sites. When you check out, the Honey button drops down. All you have to do is click apply coupons, wait a few seconds as Honey searches for coupons it can find for that site. And if Honey finds a working coupon, you'll watch the prices drop. I mean, what's not to love, okay? And, uh, you know, uh, I always, I'm always buying little random, like, things for my cameras, like, um, tripods and shit like that, and lights, and, um, man, I saved a good, like, $50 the other day on some lights, so, uh, Honey, man, thanks for hooking it up, alright? And here's the thing, Honey has found its over 17 million members, over $2 billion in savings, wow, and just for y'all, I got a special treat. If you don't already have Honey, you could be straight up missing out on free savings. It's literally free and installs in a few seconds. So by getting it, you'll be doing yourself a solid and supporting the podcast, okay? Get Honey for free at joinhoney.com slash no chaser, okay? That's joinhoney.com slash no chaser. Wow. Now, you know, personally, I hate getting nauseous. I hate throwing up. I hate feeling like, ugh. You know, and it's it's it doesn't happen to me too often, but we all get nauseous. Because did you know that one out of every three Americans regularly suffers from nausea? We've all experienced that horrible feeling, whether it's in the backseat of a car, staring at your phone, or after one too many night out with friends. Oh, that's the worst, man. Your boy gets hung over now, you know? I'm getting old, you know what I'm saying? My system just isn't like it used to be. And now it really hits me when I have one of those crazy nights. I mean, I haven't had one of those nights in a minute because, you know, I got a baby now. But but when I do, I feel the nausea, okay? Nausea can ruin a day, force us to change our plans, and in the most severe cases, make us unable to function. For those of you who can relate, I've got good news, okay? you got to check out Relief Band, okay? Relief Band is the number one FDA-cleared anti-nausea wristband that has been clinically proven to quickly relieve and effectively prevent nausea and vomiting associated with motion sickness, anxiety, migraines, hangovers, morning sickness, chemotherapy, and so much more. The product is 100% drug-free, non-drowsy, and provides all-natural, long-lasting relief with zero side effects for as long as needed. I mean, come on. How it works is Relief Band stimulates a nerve in the wrist that travels to the part of the brain that controls nausea. Then it blocks the signal your brain is sending to your stomach telling you that you are sick. And if you know someone who deals with nausea, Relief Band makes a great gift, okay? Now, now when I have the occasional just uh, meet up with uh, Super Ego for a drink, and let's say we have a little too many drinks, we might get a little hungover, get a little nauseous, but we gotta take care of the babies the next day. Relief Band helps your boy out so many times, okay? And just for y'all, I got a special treat. You know, the world's opening back up, so we can't let the fear of nausea keep us in the sidelines, all right? Right now, Relief Band has an exclusive offer just for No Chaser listeners. If you go to reliefband.com and use promo code NOCHASER, you'll receive 20% off, plus free shipping and a no-questions-asked 30-day money-back guarantee. Wow. Okay, so head to R-E-L-I-E-F-B-A-N-D.com and use our promo code NOCHASER for 20% off, plus Free shipping. Wow. So you said um, naps are, are, are better for lucid dreaming, right? Um, what? You said na- Napster? Naps, oh, naps are better. <laughs> like, is it not a, that's an app? Wait, that's a little, yes, I'm sorry. Naps. Yes. So are you saying we? it's more difficult when you're in a deep sleep? No. No. Oh, yes. So it's a little bit easier to, it's a little bit easier to control. I mean, 
Yes and no. I mean, there's both there's both kinds. I okay. think if you're going to have, I mean, there's a friend of mine, Felix Wolf, who wrote the book, The Art of Navigation. He was an apprentice. Navigation. Navigation. Ooh, hey. Oh. Mm. Ding, next book. Okay. <laughs> I like, that's good. That's good. But he, he used to talk about how Carlos Castaneda, the, he's a shaman and he's taught a lot of people. I mean, he's kind of a legend a super legend, but he, he, his training would be in naps to, okay. to practice lucid dreaming that way. Just, it's a little bit easier to practice because when you sleep at night, you tend to just conk out. If you have a lucid dream, when you're conked all the way out, those tend to be profound. Okay. They're just a little bit less easy to, to do. They, it's more like an accident when it happens. Uh does sleep hypnosis work? Say like you're on YouTube and you there's a lot of like the sleep hypnosis yeah. or uh, mindful meditation yeah. to go into sleep. Are those effective or is it just a, like a placebo? Oh, no, I think they are. I mean, I've created a bunch of them, especially during the pandemic. I have a whole bunch of sleep meditations because so many people were having so much stress around the pandemic. I thought, what can I do to help people? I want people to if you don't get a good night's sleep, then, oh, my God, everything is downhill from there. If you right. get a good night's sleep, you can basically handle anything. If you get you in order to dream, you have to sleep. So I think they're incredibly effective. And I mean, the goal is to be able to have single single tracks so that one doesn't end and then another one plays automatically because some people are like, just getting into a sweet dream. And then all of a sudden, bam, it's time for the next one. So just make sure that they they play on similar tracks. Actually, I have a free one I can give to your listeners. Um, and it's um, on my website. I had thestrangestdream.com. Cool. You put in your name and email and then poof, you get a luminous humanness dream <laughs> meditation free from me. And so if you're having a hard time sleeping, having a hard time remembering dreams, this is like 11 minute meditation. And most people don't even get to the end of it before they're actually asleep. And they report having really sweet dreams. Yeah. Sweet. I had, to dreams. Start, I had to start doing that because I couldn't sleep at night because yep. I had a job at a weird hour. Yeah. And then when I needed to start waking up, not exhausted. Yes. I, I think one of the best things you can do, and it's so simple, and there's there's a lot of them for free. I mean, you could buy some of them, but there's, I mean, to listen to a, a little track as you go to sleep is a really good way to get into sleep. And you, were, you were saying you had a key for breaking down dreams. Yes, I do. Yes. Mm -hmm. Do it. So, give it to us. All right. I have, okay, let me see. Which one am I going to give you my newest one or the one that I've written more about? I'll, uh, can I give you two? Girl, they're, okay. do it. Girl. <laughs> okay. So I have a book called It's All in Your Dreams. And in this book, I, I break it down, break it down, break it down, break it down. Break it down now. You can do a little, <laughs> little musical accompaniment, please. So in that book, I talk about my saddle formula for dream interpretation. Because imagine that dreams are like this wild dragon and you, kind of like an avatar. You want to saddle up to it. You want to go on a ride and you want it to go where it's trying to get you to go. You don't want to try to tame that dragon okay. and make it your biatch. You want to yeah. like go where it wants to go. So you want to saddle it. So the S stands for symbols. So take any dream and you break it down based on the nouns or the symbols so for example like i don't know give me one we can play with the uh, birds sure okay i see birds all birds birds in your dreams mm -hmm. okay but let's just say there's a scene where you're like going to a restaurant there's the clown on it I'm gonna eat some food and i notice there's a bird flying through the i mean if you want to give me a real like a scenario we could break it down that way or just Oh, uh, okay, sure. Um, I, I, so I'm not a good swimmer in real life. Okay, but I always, I often dream that I'm either swimming super fast, oh. or I'm like damn near flying over the water. Oh, okay, perfect. All right, so we break this down by taking the symbols: the um, swimming, flying, swimming, water. So. Those would be, those go into that category. Okay. So the A stands for your association mm -hmm. with those symbols. So you just said swim. I'm not a really good swimmer in waking life. So that's your association. Flying. What's your association with flying or swimming really fast? Um, I just would think it's cool. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. And I and, like wind in my face. Awesome. And water. What is water symbolized to you? Or what's your feeling about I mean, that? I'm a Pisces. <laughs> oh, oh, see, that's a good piece. All right. So you're like a water baby and you're deep okay so then the dd stands for dream dictionary and this is where you can pick up a dream dictionary by somebody like myself if you like <laughs> um, i have a couple of those one's called the love sex and relationship dream dictionary which i think you guys would like yeah. um and so you can compare what your associations are with what 
is like a larger, maybe more global perspective on like water, for example, in my book, um, it would be about your, the feminine aspect of you. It would be about your, the mystery. It would be about your intuition. Mm. It'd be about your feelings because that's kind of everything flows. It's not manageable like the things on earth. Mm -hmm. Okay. So that's the DD. The L is for what's going on in your life. Mm that might've triggered this dream. So for example, like maybe when's the last time you had this dream? What was going on? Um, I don't know. I couldn't even tell you. <laughs> okay. All right. But let's just say you're going through maybe a stressful time or because this dream is kind of euphoric. Yeah. This kind of a dream might be like a reward for having shown up, done something that was a challenge. You weren't sure if you could do it or not. Like, oh, you were nervous, but mm -hmm. like changing your name or, mm. you know, like, so you might have a dream like this after doing something that's courageous mm -hmm. and then like, oh, that felt really good. So that's what was happening in your life. Okay. And then the E is for what was the emotion or the feeling. You shared it with us, but say a little like that feeling of flying on the water. Oh, yeah. Feels uh, feels free. Feels free. Feels uh, rejuvenating. Awesome. <laughs> All right. So that's so. Right now, do you have a better sense of what that dream was giving you than before we started? Now that you've just kind of done this little. I mean, now that saddled you, up to it, it, it definitely it, it's always fun. Mm -hmm. So when you say that, maybe it's like my subconscious, like or subconscious, like uh, awarding myself. Right. Then that's kind of then that's cool because it feels like. You know, every time that dream happens, mm. um, I always it feels like, wow, this is this is this is amazing, you know. Right. And also, like, it's it's cool that it's happening over something that I struggle with in real life. Like, I'm not a good swimmer. Right. Right. Oh, thank you. Yeah, that's a really good point. So that's. Yeah. So you could even say anytime that anything, anytime you are going to face some kind of a challenge in your life, you could imagine how it felt to be in that dream mm. in a place where it was normally challenging or challenge, challenging in ways life but you were overcoming it right you were like flying above and beyond you were a flying fish you were <laughs> yeah. not just an ordinary pisces you're like <gasps> then that feeling actually that's, tight, yeah. that's an amazing that's like you for it's like you have your own access to this like shot that's like wow so we we have those and in fact a dream isn't over just because you woke up. Mm -hmm. You can pick up the dream where it left off and you can grow it. So that feeling of how awesome it felt to fly mm -hmm. in that dream can get bigger, stronger, larger over time. So that can become like your thing. It's cool that you say that because even telling you about the dream again, yes. it takes me back to that feeling. Exactly. So it's like to think that, okay, when I'm feeling like I might be struggling or something yep. to go back to that feeling and be like, okay, no, I can, I can fly above this shit. Right. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> it's like the parallel, parallel Tim. Right. Like this is a parallel version of him that is masterful. And we could even say it's got, cause I always think that there's emotions in that. So if there's emotions that are like difficult, it's like, I got this, I can express myself. I'm, it's not going to swallow me up. It's not going to drown me. Right. I'm good with this. That's cool. Yeah. Okay, let's pivot. Go. Let's pivot. <laughs> <clears throat> now, I feel like this is something I would only ever ask a dream expert, all right? Uh-oh, here we go. Because this is some shit I feel like people would probably never even want to talk about. Okay, um, give it to me. I was having a conversation with my friend years ago, okay. and we were talking about dreams, and then we, we both were kind of like, yeah, man, I had this one weird dream one time with like, ah, I don't know if I want to say this, man, Um, my mom. I'm like, yes! <laughs> Dude! I know, I know, I don't know, I don't know why, I know. Um, so can you please oh, yes, I can. explain <laughs> yes. why someone might have an incestuous dream yeah. with a parent figure? Oh, yeah, perfect. Oh. Yeah, I'm just disgusted. <laughs> no, no, oh my please, god! Please break it down. Okay, that, this is actually these kind of dreams are kind of the reason I wrote the love, sex, and relationship okay. dream dictionary because people would confess to me having sex and dreams with the strangest people, people right. that they wouldn't, they're not attracted to. It's not appropriate. They get arrested. It's not, and it's like dreams are symbolic. Uh -huh. Dreams speak the language of symbol. So if you break it down symbolically, you're not going to get arrested. You're not a bad person. It's not It's not anything you're going to act on in waking life. So sex in a dream is symbolic of intimacy, deep connection. It's the, it's the best symbol for like, 
becoming at one with another human possible. And the mother represents like the aspect of our, the feminine side. We all, the men have a feminine side, women have a masculine side. So we all, so we could say that you're connecting with the mothering aspect of yourself, the part of you that wants to take care of you, the part of you that's like, have you eaten honey? Are you warm? Did you pay that bill? Do you have a, how's your tires on your, I mean, like the part of you that gives a crap about like all your day to day to day things and that loves you unconditionally. So we could say, I mean, not that we want to encourage people to go having incestuous <laughs> dreams, but if you did, but if you did, this is like the part of, this is like a self-love dream. I see. So I would ask what was happening at the time that you had this. It might've been, I would assert during a time where there was some challenges going on. Maybe you weren't taking care of yourself. Maybe you were putting yourself, maybe not getting enough sleep, not getting enough rest, maybe being mean to yourself. Like I'm not good enough because I haven't achieved these goals, blah, blah, blah. This dream would come in to be like, oh honey, no, no, no. You're perfect. You're precious. Just, just the way you are. Oh. Mm. Okay, how about my dad? Oh. <laughs> That's totally different. Okay, call it the guys with the white coat. Get him out. Get him out. No. <laughs> Same or thing. If. Okay, yeah. So let's say, the, the, what does your dad represent to you? Often a father figure represents, I'm taking care of you. Like, I will take a bullet for you. And I'm like, like tough love. Interesting. The part of you that's not like, oh, honey, it's going to be okay. It's like, nope, prove your love. Prove yourself and then you'll get the love. So a, a, a parent figure, you know, it's, yeah, it's, it's our own inner. Mm. So whoever you're having sex with in a dream, it's always like I am deeply connecting with my inner blank. I see. Or give, or another way to do it is assign three adjectives to the mother or to the father. Mm. So three adjectives at, like to describe your mom. Uh, loving. There you go. Um, uh, good cook. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So I guess uh, nurturing. Yeah. And um, silly. Silly. There you go. So you're intimately connecting with the nurturing, loving, silly part of you. Because mm -hmm. our dreams always come to us in the service of health, healing, and wholeness. So it's easy to see how that dream is trying to accomplish that in such an elegant package. It's like kind of quickly, like, so you could wake up feeling like a better version of yourself than you were when you went to sleep. Right. After you get over that. After you get over that. <laughs> yeah. But how cool that you talked about it. So you're not like harboring this secret, right, right. you know? Oh, and like, it wasn't it wasn't actual sex sex thank god i didn't hear that i'm glad i didn't know what that meant he said it's just oral oh. <laughs> it's funnier the second <laughs> i can't unhear that <laughs> oh, no. but you know speaking of my dad i i you as a kid i used to have this recurring not not it wasn't the same dream over and over and over again. Okay. But I would always have this dream when I was a younger kid um, where I was in a car with my dad and then something would happen to him. Either he would have a heart attack or he would get shot and I would always have to pull the car over. <gasps> and I had that dream as a little kid like so many times, but it was never the same thing. It was always just something happening to him and I'd have to like, You're you know, Jesus. I'm Jesus. That's it. I'm That's the one. It. That's it. That's it. It's so interesting because when we were talking about the mother dream, I'm like, should I say the thing about the dad? No, I'm not going to say that. So now I'm going to say it because this is important. So one of the things that I talk about in dreams, and this is kind of opens up a whole other thing, but um, Joseph Campbell created this thing called the hero's journey. Okay. I wrote a thing called the hero's journey dream Oracle deck. That's kind of my version of it. Anyway, in the hero's journey, are you all familiar with the hero's journey? Well, you're on it, whether you knew it or not. Anyway, it's a way of, of looking at the life of anybody who does anything that's noble, anything that is heroic. There's 12 stages that break that, that path down. In fact, any movie that you like, you can see that they've met every one of those 12 steps and that's why you like the movie. So one of the stages of the hero's journey is basically overcoming the father. Hmm. And it shows up in dreams where the father often dreams where a father dies or can't do the task at hand and you have to take over it's preparing you it's almost like in the in um luke skywalker overcoming darth vader in right. star trek star wars mm -hmm. that's like the perfect quintessential hero's journey where the luke skywalker character takes over mm -hmm. so i would say you were preparing if it were my dream mm -hmm. that you were preparing to go beyond your dad mm -hmm. it's like in order to be the hero of your life 
we have to, we want to pay respect to where we come from, to our family, to our dads. Mm -hmm. But in order to become who we came here to be, we kind of have to go past them or be different than them. So that's always a struggle because it's almost like an unspoken rule. If you respect me, don't go past me. Or you're like, who do you think you are? Too big for your britches or whatever. (laughs) But in some way, these dreams are kind of like carving, um, charting a path in your mind where you're going to go past him, but it pays homage to him. It's Mm -hmm. not like to disrespect. It's like, I'm going to stand on your shoulders, dad, Mm -hmm. and do even better than you. And so I have to learn to drive my own car. Mm -hmm. I'm going to be in the the driver's seat of my own life. I'm not going to follow you as much as I respect you. This is fun. (laughs) (laughs) This is great. <laughs> um, can I can I tell you about just a cool? I've talked about this before, but I just want you to hear, so I just want to talk to you about. Absolutely, right that. Do so, it. So, um, this one there was there was one time a, a few years ago. I had a dream that I was at my cousin's funeral, but in this dream, he was still moving around in the casket, right? Oh. And I remember being like, "Why? Why are we at? Why are we at his funeral? Like he's 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 still alive, guys. What what are we doing, right?" And then so I woke up and I I texted my cousin just because you know like, "Hey man, I was like." How, how are you? I was like, and he was like, he was like, I'm, I'm good. Why, why do you ask? You know? And I was like, well, you know, this is, eh, this is random, but I had this dream that I was at your funeral and like you were still alive, but I figured I just, I text you to just say what's up. Right. And he's like, it's funny that you say that. Whoa. Cause he's like, this is around the time Robin Williams died. <gasps> and he's like, he's like a couple weeks ago, I was feeling suicidal and like, and uh, Robin Williams' death made me realize I should like talk to somebody, wow. you know. But I was like, "Oh wow, well that's crazy," you know. Glad I, you know, hey, what's up, man? <laughs> you know, glad I checked up on you. You just did all the right things. I mean, this is like exactly right when you have a dream like this. I always tell people you do want to check in, mm-hmm. but you want to do it in a casual way. You don't want to say, "Oh my God, I called like I dreamt that you died. Yeah. Yeah. You're in a casket. <laughs> oh, you're in a casket. Oh, you're gonna die. I had this. You don't." Want Want it, you want to do it like, oh, hey, this might seem random, but yeah. just to check in, how are you? And mm-hmm. and yeah, like kind of have it be casual because sometimes people are like, no, I'm fine. Like you don't want to put them on the defensive, but you right. want, but there is a reason that you had that dream, not just to torture you or not mm-hmm. just to freak you out. But I, I believe every remembered dream requires some form of action mm-hmm. in our waking lives. And it might just be to do that and to check in. Mm. So what does it mean? It's kind of like, I think that we are intuitively connected to the people we love mm. and, and we're meant to, we're meant to do something because that might have changed things. I mean, let's face it, we all have an expiration date. Like Mm -hmm. we can't save everybody just because, so there may be somebody listening who's like, oh my God, I dreamt about somebody and they still died and I I feel horrible. Do not, please do not feel Mm -hmm. horrible. It might mean that you connected with them before they passed in order to just know that, so that you could be prepared for when it happened, like the blow wouldn't be as bad. I mean, we're given these things for a reason, mm-hmm. but to check into it, if you can, is one of the best things you can do just in case, because it might, it might save a life. Do you feel, do you feel like uh, when your past like loved ones visit you in your dreams that yeah. like, that's like them? It's very special. And more often than not, I say, yeah, it's a visitation. Mm-hmm. It's not even like, you don't even really need to interpret it. In fact, you should pay attention to what they say, what mm-hmm. they're doing, if they spell anything mm-hmm. out, like what they- Lotto numbers. Lotto numbers. <laughs> Seriously. I know people that have won the lottery because of dreams and departed loved ones that showed up. Really? So that does happen. Wow. Wow. So pay a special attention when there is somebody that broke into the dream because it's not always easy because mm-hmm. some people will say like, I have somebody passed and they're not coming to me in my dreams. It's like there's so many dreams that you have that you're not remembering right. and they may be trying exhaustively every night. You're just not remembering it. So mm-hmm. just because you don't remember that they're coming, it doesn't mean that they're not trying. <clears throat> and it is about you connecting with them. Are there techniques to work on to remember your dreams Mm -hmm. for people Mm -hmm. that don't remember them yes absolutely one of the one of the best things to do is to bookend your dreaming and sleeping in a really intentional way so before you go to sleep setting a strong intention i will remember a dream journal it i call it making a dream declaration like declaring like i will remember (laughs) a mother dream (laughs) and if you want to get specific, you can say, and I want my dream to help me with 
X. I want to maybe dream about one of my departed loved ones. So maybe get get a picture of what you want to dream about. If you've been like, I want to go to Paris, like get a little Eiffel Tower picture, put it there, or um, Academy Award or a mm -hmm. Grammy or whatever. It's like, just think about those things before you go to sleep and say like to your dreaming self, like help me with this mm -hmm. in my dreams. And then here's the trick. When you wake up in the morning, when you start to wake up, you want to do it very slowly and you want the most important thing that you do first thing in the morning to be all about your dream. If you think you can send a text to somebody or check your social media stats mm. before you write down your dream, eh, nope, it has to be your dream first because you only have a window of less than five minutes yeah. to record that dream before it's gone. And it could have been the lottery winning dream. It could have <laughs> been, this is how you meet the love of your life. This is your dream job. And poof, gone, done if you don't write it down right away. Um, I have a friend who says he's he's so good with the lucid dreaming that he says he can go into his lucid dream, open up a laptop, get a bunch of work done, like write a script, and then Show like, off. and then it's like, <laughs> but, and then it's like, it's just it's there. He'll wake up yeah. and it's like you know he it's written. You know. Yeah. Oh yeah. This is I mean lucid dreaming. I'm not a lucid dreaming expert. Let me just say that I've had a handful of them myself, and it's always awesome when it happens. But there, I do I do believe that there are people who are great at lucid dreaming that are really on the vanguard of what's possible mm -hmm. as a human, like the things that we can do when we are asleep and dreaming because we don't have the walls, we don't have the density of matter to get in the way. Right. I know one guy who is Robert Wagoner, who's a, a incredible lucid dreamer. He just keeps expanding the territory of like becoming psychic and, and communing with the universe in another way. And, and even like, if you have a, like you were, you and your restaurant with the clown, yeah. like he would say what he would do in a, in a regular place that he goes to, he would ask the people, are you people just in my dream just for this moment? Or do you have a reality beyond me? Like when I leave, do you keep going? Like, yeah. does this keep going? And then he says to even go to the next place where you don't even ask the people in your dream what their reality is. You just yell out to the dream maker. What do you want me to know? Make it clear. And I got I to gotta find that old couple. Got, yeah. I got to talk to them. Call out to them right now because on a parallel plane, they're out there. So you could be like, old couple. Old couple in the elevator. What do you want me to know? <laughs> Why did you like my party? What was it about my party that you liked? Why didn't you come? <laughs> I miss you, we old couple. Come. You did it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, you know what? They're uh, still in the elevator. Oh. all this oh, time. God, I'm sorry. <laughs> about. Uh, I, I forgot. I totally wanted to ask you. You yeah, said yeah, yeah. you were in dream. You were in your sister's dreams or something like that. You guys were in each other's dreams? Yes. Parallel dreaming, tandem dreaming. So there would be characters in our dreams that we would talk about that didn't exist in waking reality that we both only knew from dreams. And yeah. we would start the sentence talking about the dream and then the other one would pick up the sentence where it was like, it was like we, we had been in that same reality together. And this happened enough that it was just, it still is after all these years that we still are very, very psychically connected and we'll still have spooky dreams that that create that connect each other so it's some twins a lot of twins will have this phenomenon oh, are you a twin no we're oh. a year and a half apart oh, but okay. it is but you know some people that are close some husbands and wives some some people that are like live in monasteries together that like have a you know very psychic connection my grandma Ooh, your grandma <laughs> my bring her, bring her grandma in. so Hawaiians <laughs> believe in this thing called like uh, the power of speaking. Like you have uh, when certain people they have the power of uh, waha. So they when they talk waha. that they whatever they say will happen to you. Ooh. My grandma is one of those people that whenever she does talk about me, I see her in my dreams. Like she makes herself known in my dreams Ooh. but she keeps coming that's one person her face is, is she very, still on this side she is oh, okay and her face is very clear but it's a young version of her Ooh. and she's the only face that i can fully make out in my dreams like the only everybody else's faces are kind of blurry um and i don't like i don't get the details but her face is always very clear is there a reason why like certain people i think if you're if you have if you develop your psychic abilities then you show up in other people's dreams i mean there's cool. like a whole bunch of people that talk about there's some a, a indian spiritual teacher sai baba there's this whole phenomenon about him showing up in 
thousands of people's dreams every night, like actually showing up and like on purpose. And so, I mean, I think the more, this is kind of like, okay, this is that Taoist thing about how um, do less, accomplish more, Mm. take it to the extreme, do nothing, accomplish everything. So this is the ultimate thing where you can do everything in your dreams and you don't have to do anything in waking life. (laughs) Yeah, right. I don't know. I imagine that. I I just lost everybody. No, I I, I imagine that guy showing up in people's dreams and being like, buy my book. <laughs> Buy my Give book. Me money. Yeah. Right. Oh my god. Okay. Uh. Well. Before. Before we get out of here. Wait. Wait. wait, wait. Oh. Rick has really, really, oh. Really, cool. I've been, I've been waiting something. this whole Rick time. Sweet. Oh, okay. No. Please. Everything everybody said has correlated to this in some way. But is it possible to gain actual knowledge, not symbolism, like actual knowledge from real events that have nothing to do with you in your dream? Real events. Yeah, I ask this because I am an overthinker, sometimes on purpose. I watch certain things and I'm like, I'm going to figure out this next episode. And I'll just try to write the next script in my head and see if I'm going to be right or things like that. But are we all familiar with Hamilton? I know. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. The room where it happened. (laughs) Yes. I I dreamt (laughs) that I got the answer and I woke up. Right away, and I texted it to Tim. I was like, bro, I know what happened in the room where it happens. <laughs> and it was the most logical thing. It made so much sense, yeah. but neither of us can remember it. Yeah. But I remember he was like, bro, that, that makes a lot of sense. And I had it, and I really feel like that is exactly what went down, but I can't remember it. And I just want to know, is it possible? Because if you tell me it's possible, I'm going to go with I knew. <laughs> Yes. In fact, (laughs) in fact, Einstein, as a teenager, I think he was 13 or 14 years old. He had a dream that he was he was sledding at he went he broke the sound barrier. He went like beyond the speed of light past his friends. And there was a feeling in that dream that he accessed kind of like the way you felt like the way you described feeling when you were flying Mm -hmm. over the water. He said that in that state, he had the answers to everything. He knew everything in that state. And so he was like 13, 14 years old on his deathbed. He said that it was in that he would relate back to that dream state in his, in his waking life. He would remember how he felt in that dream. And that's where his answers would come from. And he would literally pick up anything you wanted to know would come from kind of, so it's a bridge because he's in his waking life. Like you're in your waking life right now, remembering a dream. And so you're by, by remembering it, you're on that bridge between worlds. And on that bridge is where you are super intelligent because you're bridging the 12% of your mind, which is our logical mind with your 88% subconscious mind. And that is, that's the spot on the bridge where it happens. So you can, you access so much more intelligence with your, dreaming mind it's almost like as smart as we think we are right now we're just like dirt compared (laughs) to our dreaming selves we are all einstein stephen hawking (laughs) to the next level and all we do is grab one little piece of that and it makes us smarter here Mm. there's all kinds of evidence about that that we become a little bit smarter a little bit more intuitive a little bit more on the ball even with just a tiny little memory of a dream so if we were smart, we'd do that intentionally more often. All right. Did that make any sense? Yeah. What? I said, I wish we remembered. Yeah. <laughs> um, do it. Do I, it deliberately. I, I wanted to ask you b- before we before we wrap it up. Um, did you like Inception the movie? I loved it. <laughs> <gasps> I really loved it. Did you? Oh, I loved it. Yeah, yeah for sure. Um, oh yeah. So so as a dream expert, are you like? Yeah, this is pretty much right. You know what I loved about it? I loved the whole notion of the dream within the dream within the dream. Right, right. And right. the deeper in the dream, it's like the it's like Russian dolls. It's mm-hmm. like you get down to the the core of what's going on. And if you get down to that core and then you change it, like in the dream, I can't remember exactly what happened, but there was like the main it's like the main one of the main plot lines mm. is the guy who's like the evil nemesis. Mm. They realize that in the dream within the dream within the dream, his father basically said you're a piece of eh, like i don't i don't love you oh right and, and that's ch- what caused yeah. that's what caused him to be evil so they changed what the father said to him yeah and it's like and that like had this ripple effect of him all of a sudden not becoming this horrible bad guy right so in some way any aberrant behavior any part of us that is like fear-based it comes from some belief mm. and our dreams reveal what that is so if we 
work inside of that. We mm-hmm. and and it reveals itself. Then we can even change it in the way that we that we talked about doing earlier and change our stuff. and that changes our core beliefs. So I it's really I think it's really special when you have recurring dreams and dreams within dreams within dreams. That's like oh that's the good stuff. That's where change can happen. Well, this was great. No chaser required. That was no chaser required. Uh, I am enlightened. That was great. Done. Um, yeah, thank you so fly. much. Oh, um, what a pleasure to be with you guys. Buy her book, Luminous Humanness. Oh my God, you pronounced it right. Thank you. I just like, you know, I, I feel like you could be a rapper. <laughs> I know. Let's see. Let's do it. Let's do a little rap. <laughs> luminous Humanness. Yo, ba- 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 luminous Humanness. <laughs> No, 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 no. It's somebody's penis? No. <laughs> Sorry. You penis. Huge penis. Well, thank you so much. Kelly Sullivan, Walden, man. That was, that was so dope. Um, this is like just, I could, I mean, I feel like I could talk to you for hours about this shit, man. Um, On a parallel plane, let's keep going. Let's do it. Keep I'll recording. see you in my oh. dreams tonight and I'll try to not make it sexual. <laughs> um, Knowing you, Whoa, Tim, it is 1,000% going to be sexual. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> your wife know? But my husband knows. Like if I'm dreaming, it's like I might as well. It's okay. Wow. <laughs> Are we dreaming right now? Who cares? Uh, <laughs> Don't keep going. Tim's gonna be asking you questions. So yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> She's like, no, and I'm calling the police. <laughs> no, please <laughs> dream. Please, 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 please be gone. Dream. Um, I'm, I'm calling an incredible Hulk Nikki to get the yeah. police away. Thank you. I got you. <laughs> uh, all right, guys. Thank you for listening to another episode of the No Chaser Podcast. Um, I'm Tim Chantharongsu. I'm Ricky Shaw. I'm Nikki Blades. Bye. Bye.